0: Ladies and gentlemen, what Are we welcome Doing back podcast. to another episode
1: of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name's Levi McCurdy, and this is episode one hundred and fourteen. Thank you guys so much for joining me back again this week. And listen, this week's episode is going to be a little bit of like a, a little bit of like a PSA, a little bit of a public service announcement. If you find any of the following information resourceful or, um, you know, like, uh, beneficial in any way, or if you know someone like this, or going through this, or just whatever the situation may be, send this to them. Let them know that this is where we're at in the world. This is what's going on. And the commercials, listen, I thought they were just commercials, okay? I thought the insurance commercials about, like, us becoming our parents were just commercials. I didn't actually think that that was happening within the roots of our society, but as it turns out, for the millennial generation, uh, it's actually happening. So I find this very interesting to know, and so I'm here to let you guys know that we've done it okay and i knew i knew one day this would happen okay one day soon that we've all been waiting for and it's finally arrived and so basically what's happening now is the people we've grown up with the our friends our family members okay they're maybe not our friends anymore but like The people we went to high school with, the people who are our age, our peers, the people we attend weddings with, the people we went to college with, the people from our hometowns, you know three or four of them right now. You could name out loud three or four people you went to middle high school and maybe even college with that you 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 could text or hit up on Facebook and be like, yo, what's up? How you doing? I'm doing great how are you? How's the family? How's the kids? We all have kids now. Most of us are married, if not on our second marriage, most of us have kids with both, if not one or any of those wives or spouses or husbands or wives or husbands, whatever you're into. You know what I mean? Some people have changed gender since high school. Some people have been divorced. It's a crazy, crazy time. And I mean, that's all in the span of what, when did we graduate? 10, it's been 13 years. In the span of 13 years, a lot can happen. And now, in that same span of 13 years, I myself,
0: a little bit.
1: I've a little bit become, like, my actions and my attitude and how I go about things. Certainly not uh, my political views. Certainly not my uh, parent parenting and how I raise my son views, and uh, certainly not financial, and certainly uh, not a few other things that I've, I've gained from my father. But when it comes to the overall generality of becoming your parents, some of us have done it a little bit more than others. Some of us turned left while others went right. And you know what I mean? Here's the thing. I would never have found this out, okay? I almost blew it. I almost blew it. I almost deleted my Facebook. And I wouldn't have known this was happening, right? Because I don't have a lot of friends. I can name them all on this hand. You know who you are, it's fine. If I've texted you or have talked to you within the last 72 to 128 hours, you're on the list. If not, eh. You know what I mean? Sorry, it's the hard truth, but I'm sure you feel the same way about me. You know what I mean? We're acquaintances, but whatever. It's fine. We live in a society where not a lot of people have a lot of friends anymore. It's just what happens. It's the mental, it's the COVID, it's this, it's whatever. You know what I mean? We all hermit together in our houses and no one really leaves and no one, uh, you know, it's fine. So uh, I was gonna delete my Facebook, okay? And if I would have, I wouldn't be here today talking to you about this story, but thank God for that. I kept my Facebook, and honestly, I kept it for three reasons. I kept my Facebook up, one, majorly, and this is the main reason, the marketplace is too good, okay? The Facebook marketplace is reason number one, Uh, and also I have businesses, and uh, that one of those businesses... Not only has a Facebook page, but requires me to manage other businesses' Facebook pages, so I kind of sort of have to be on Facebook. And if I'm going to be on it, I might as well be on it with some people that I went to high school with, and some friends, and new people, and family anyway, so I can keep track of what's going on. So unfortunately, the third and final reason is just the cringe, which is basically this and everything we're talking about today. So that's obviously reason enough. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, it's it's, so, this week, within, literally on the same day, I think it might have been Wednesday, it might have been Monday, I'm not sure. But the same day, literally within hours of one another, two individuals from the high school we all went to and graduated from, bad enough they were in my graduating class, maybe not yours, but they were definitely maybe somehow involved with me at some point through my high school career, within hours of each other, have posted to Facebook. And by all means, if this was just your typical, I love you, honey, you need to smother your significant other on Facebook posts just to prove to the world how much you love each other, we wouldn't be talking about it. If this was, hey, check out my podcast episode or this clip I uploaded to YouTube for the 18th time this week, we wouldn't be talking about it. If it was just a post like my stepsister posts, my stepsister loves, loves. There's nothing my stepsister loves more than anything on this planet. Probably her kids, number one. But number two is definitely going on Facebook and posting what she's making for dinner tonight, and not like the recipe, not a photo of it, not why she's making it, not the ingredients, not anything that has to do with anything else going on with the meal her post will literally just say meatloaf, carrots, potatoes send, the post will literally say chicken corn soup for dinner send, nothing else and like if it was that, we wouldn't be here talking about it. But these two culprits, these two wild guys are on another level. And by another level, I simply mean they have fully transitioned to becoming what I would assume is their parents. I don't know their parents personally. Maybe I've met them, I don't know, who knows. I don't know them personally, I couldn't tell you their names, got into my head. I'm going to assume that based on these very unique Facebook posts that I have discovered just a mere few days ago, that they're on track, if not already doing exactly what their parents are doing or would have done or am doing right now. By the way, Facebook has become a desolate wasteland. Like there's only, the only people remaining on Facebook are boomers or millennials on their way to boomerism, okay? The only thing Facebook is good for is selling fake and cheap products to 40 plus year old women with a little bit of money, okay? For the last like three years, every Christmas gift that we've gotten has been wrapped and presented as love at some point in the month of December. To me, my sister, my fiance, my son, everybody in the family gets passed a gift from Sandy to us. And you know what I mean? And it's basically the same thing every time. It's a product shipped directly from China to Sandy's house that she saw on a Facebook ad. Whatever Facebook ad Sandy sees that she thinks is a good deal that year, that's what you're getting for Christmas. Two years ago, circular ice scrapers, dude. We all got circular ice scrapers. You know why? Because the Facebook ad said that you could remove ice and snow from your vehicle 90% quicker than the traditional ice scraper. And what better way to get to work on time in the morning for her children than for Sandy Dunkel to give her children ice. Brand new ice scrapers for Christmas. So we've got the circular ice scrapers. Didn't use it. I'll tell you what I did use. The gift we got the next year was a a squeegee brush to remove the snow from your vehicle. So once you're done waxing on and waxing off the ice off the windshield, you use the squeegee brush to pretty much push all of the other uh, snow off your car. Unlike my neighbor Margie, who like two years ago when it snowed, took an actual shovel to her car to get the snow off, there was about a billion scratches on the roof. She had to get a buffer out, cost her five grand. So this squeegee brush, it's soft spongy material, just whoops, pushes the snow right off your car. Now I know what you're thinking, Levi, you live in central Pennsylvania. Do you get a lot of snow? And the answer is no. But in case we do, in case it's a year where we get a blizzard, cause last year we got nothing. The year before that, we got an inch. And the year before that, eh, there might have been one bad snowstorm. It's like every 10 years here. So at least if we're on that 10-year cycle, we will be prepared, thanks to Sandy Dunkel. I mean, listen, if it wasn't for the Facebook ads, Sandy wouldn't still be waiting on her brand new gazebo. Last year, she got a Facebook ad for a deal that she couldn't really pass up. It was an $8,000 gazebo for your backyard on sale, 99% off. It only cost her $80. She paid $80 for this gazebo that's usually on sale for $8,000 thanks to Facebook Marketplace. And um, she's still waiting on it to show up. She's still waiting on the gazebo to show up. It's been a year. Apparently, it's stuck in customs is what they keep saying. So Sandy's waiting on the uh, gazebo to show up and basically her identity to get stolen because she puts her credit card into any freaking uh, checkout form that Facebook ads spits at her. So enough about Facebook. Let's get to these people. Let's get to these culprits. I'm so sorry. My ADHD takes us this way. This morning, a member of my graduating class posted this for sale on Facebook marketplace. Now you guys know me. I love Facebook marketplace. I'm a sucker for a Facebook marketplace deal. Okay. The Facebook marketplace is the only spot where you can find an entire basements worth of Pittsburgh Steelers logo carpet for your man cave or living room. Of course, come to think of it. Megs did say we need a new carpet. Megs did say she wanted a new carpet for the living room. I think I might DM this lady and see what's up. Okay, Facebook Marketplace, the only place you can find a gaggle of trombones and other brass instruments. Only place you can find a random photo of SpongeBob framed up that should cost a dollar, but for whatever reason, we're trying to spend 20. And guess what? I'm digging the SpongeBob vibes. I'm giving them every penny. I'm not going to haggle on price. I'm giving them the full 20. I want that picture of SpongeBob. Facebook Marketplace is the only place you can find professional Olympic curling stones and brooms, okay? Now, these people, I don't respect as much. They want 2,000. They're not getting it. Okay, I'm gonna offer 700 max, and then we're gonna negotiate, and then I'm gonna take them for 900 firm, and I'm gonna get me a full set of curling stones and brooms. Or better yet, today we could drive a few miles across the Maryland border and pick ourselves up a brand new 1997 fire truck. It's obviously not that brand new because it's from 1997. But as far as a fire truck goes, it's hardly been used. It's only put out 13 fires. So basically, brand new. I may or may not be the new owner of a fire truck by the end of the day. You get it? You understand? So here's where we are we've got ourselves count them two, not one, two cemetery plots included in this deal. My guess is someone gave Carl cemetery plots, either his grandparents, his parents, whatever. That's a type of boomer investment that gets purchased in like the early 2000s, maybe late mid nineties. Okay. That's something millennials, I guarantee it. Maybe 1% of millennials have, but that is definitely a boomer purchase. I'd ask all of my friends. I literally asked them all. I texted all five of my friends and I said, Hey, would you ever spend money on a pr- like pre-purchasing a burial plot for yourself? And every single one of them said, Hey man, no way. So, um, this is clearly, I'm going to assume, I don't actually know, but I'm going to assume that maybe Carl's parents, gave him these, like, hey, this is for you and your wife now. We bought these, like, when they were cheap back in the day. we we'll pass them down to you. Now you have a place to be buried. You can now, you don't have that expense now when you inevitably pass away and your family can save that money and spend it on, like, Hershey Park tickets or something. They don't have to spend three grand to put your ass in the ground to disintegrate. That doesn't make any sense anyways. So I'm assuming that's what happened. And so when we obtain the cemetery plots, the first thought was, let's put them on Facebook Marketplace. And honestly, now that I'm talking about it out loud and not just writing it down for notes for the episode, smart dude. It's actually probably, it's actually smart and I might pick these up for Megs and I. Carl doesn't want them anymore. So I might pick them up for Megs and I, just so we have a place to go when we inevitably pass. You know what I mean? I'm going to ask her. I'm going to ask her and I'm not, and listen, I'm not paying the 2,800 either, dude. Carl's going to have to come way down in price. Okay. Carl's going to have to come way down in price. I'm thinking maybe I started it maybe 1,900 or, or we do like a buy one plot, get one free kind of deal since we go back a little bit, high school days, you know what I mean? Maybe we get him to just, instead of 28 steep, I need to be under two. If I can be under two, you know what I mean? Let me know in the comments down below um, who you'd choose, who your plus one would be. You know what I mean? Because now I'm thinking if I do get both spots, Is it for me and Megs? Like, if I get these cemetery plots from Carl, do I put me and Megs in there? Or do I put the parents in there? Or is it like me and Kodak? Like, do I put my best friends there? Do I just put Paul and Justin in there when they both go? Like, now I'm thinking like, you know what I mean? Or is it me? Here's an idea. Let's do this. Why don't we turn this into a little bit of a, I know it's morbid, but like, Let's have some fun with it. I'll buy these two cemetery plots from Carl. I'll take the one, get buried in plot A, right? That'll be me. I'll be in plot A. Then we'll choose before I die, or I'll just have whoever's in charge of my estate choose someone for me after I die. We'll choose someone who went to wadpod.com backslash cameo, W-A-W-D-P-O-D.com backslash C-A-M-E-O. Someone who went to wadpod.com backslash cameo ordered a cameo for a special occasion like your girlfriend's birthday and we'll choose a random cameo purchase and then when you inevitably pass, RIP, we'll put you next to me in block B. You know what I mean? If you want to be buried, it's an all new comp, it's it's, a giveaway. I'm officially announcing a giveaway. As soon as I secure these plots, we'll officially announce it, but basically what I need you to do is go to wadpod.com backslash cameo, and, and then you'll be automatically entered once you purchase your cameo and get your video from me, great, awesome, I hope you enjoy it, then you'll be entered in the Cemetery Plot Giveaway, so for your chance to be buried next to me, the host of the What Are We Doing Podcast, I mean... If this was anyone like Target, I mean, if this was Joe Rogan, dude, if this was Joe Rogan, there'd be a line, there'd be a line of at least 300 people. So I don't know why we don't have 18,000 cameos. I mean, it's me we're talking about, right? Like Joe Rogan would have at least 3000 people lined up to sign up for his giveaway. But me, I mean, we should have, we'll probably have what, like 18,000, 25,000 people sign up for this. So go get your cameos, get them now. and if you get a cameo between now and the end of the year at wadpod.com backslash cameo, we'll sign you up for this giveaway. okay? So I'm thinking maybe, yeah, I'm thinking maybe we get, I'm thinking maybe we get these plots from Carl. I'm gonna send him a DM and I'm gonna try to make a deal, okay? Um and honestly, if I get this done here in the next few days, Uh, Meg's is going to be thrilled because this will just be her Christmas gift. I'll print her out a little certificate. I'll make it her Christmas gift. And listen, it was either this or she said she wanted a carpet cleaner. Literally like this is where we're at in life. We're becoming our parents in that way to the point where like last year I bought her a vacuum for Christmas. And now this year she's getting like the water, the vacuum version of the carpet cleaner. So we can clean the damn carpets without hiring someone every three to six months. You know what I mean? So I mean, if you uh I mean if you're trying to outbid me for these spots, just know me and Carl go back, dude. So he's probably gonna give it to one of his boys. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna send him a DM right now. And if we just look, let's see what else is included in the in the thing. I mean Yeah. Oh shit. And look at that. He'll even pay the transfer fee. He'll even pay the transfer fee. Wow, wow, the transfer fee. So there's a transfer fee to get cemetery plot. Listen, what's the deal with fees in this country? Everyone's got a freaking fee. The transfer fee, the late fee, the cleaning fee, the ticket master fee, the processing fee. I thought Biden was supposed to get rid of all these. Like they're not allowed to give fees anymore like anyone can just make a fee and then you have to literally, you have to pay it. Like if I say that there's like a processing fee for like all of my businesses and services, guess what? You have to pay it. Like there's nothing, there's nothing in like any subset of, now maybe there is obviously like the big corporations I'm sure like have like, you need to pay a fee, but like you know what I mean? Like you just go to checkout and then there's fee, DoorDash has fee, delivery fee. Like you just go to check out, and boom, there's fees. But nowhere along the way did anyone say there was a fee until you get to check out, and it's like, well, I've already committed to buying the product. I've already committed to this purchase. I guess I'll pay your extra 10, 20, 30, 50, 80, 90, $100 because there's a fee involved. There's a fee associated with the cost. Like, it's just one of those things where you don't really think about it until it comes up. So, thank God for Carl and his kindness. He's going to pay for the transfer fees. So, I'm thinking my bottom line I'm going to buy both spots $1,400. Yes or yes? Take it right now. That's my final offer $1,400 for both plots. Yes or yes? DM me right now. Send me an email. Do something, yes or yes, what do you want? Both plots, 1,400, that's my final offer. And if anything, if anything, I just discussed, I'm not gonna put my family, we're not gonna do the giveaway, here's what we're gonna do. Instead of doing the giveaway, I'm gonna buy both of these cemetery plots and I'm gonna put Sandy in one and I'm gonna put Jeff in the other. And for those of you who don't know how hilarious that would be, well then, it's fine. Jeff, mom and, it's mom and dad that they got divorced years ago, it's funny now. It would be hilarious, it would be hilarious because I'm the firstborn. I'm the oldest, guess what? I get to decide what happens. I get to decide what happens because whether, listen, I'm probably not in the will for either of my parents anymore. Cause I've done some fucked up shit throughout the years. One hasn't talked to me in 10. One we took a four year sabbatical. You know what I mean? The relationship with the parents over the years has been a little rocky. So who knows where I stand as far as, you know, the estates hierarchy when they go. But if I do in fact end up being in charge and I just so happen to have a couple of empty cemetery plots in my possession, there's no doubt in my mind that with my sick, twisted sense of humor, if it was up to me and I only had to listen to my siblings and not actually take what they're saying into consideration, I'd put Sandy in one and Jeff in the other. Ah, It's hilarious. And if you don't think it is, well, it's fine. So we have a second offender. We're going to, I'll update you guys on Carl. I'm going to DM him and let him know we've got a second offender on her way. This one comes from Karen. Okay. We're calling her Karen because she's acting like one Karen. We also graduated with. Okay. And her experience comes in the form of lunchtime. Now she's not selling anything. She's just complaining. So Once the boomers are done putting the ridiculous items for sale on Facebook Marketplace, they then go to post to Facebook about something else completely different, right? Do you see what I mean? We're becoming our parents. (sighs) Karen had a terrible experience with her choice in lunch location, okay, this week. She thought it was a good idea to rely on old reliable and it just didn't seem to work out. Here's the thing. When it comes to fried chicken, okay? We all love fried chicken. If you don't, you're crazy. But we all love fried chicken. When it comes to fried chicken in York County, we only have a mere few options. Few options of quality, okay? Trust me, there's a plethora of places that will sell you fried chicken in York County. But when it comes to quality fried chicken, we've got a select few to choose from. Okay. Uh, there's only a few places you can get the world's best chicken sandwich with a 12 piece and a large fry. Okay. Only a select few establishments within a square mile radius. So naturally the obvious choice when you're craving fried chicken is rural farms, gas Station. So Karen chose to head on down to the local Royal Farms gas station in York County. And so I know what you guys are thinking, Levi, wait a minute, Uh, wasn't Royal Farms the gas station that someone else you graduated high school with went to as soon as they got out of rehab for doing drugs while they were on drugs at the Royal farm after they just got out of drug rehab and then stole someone else's car with a baby in the back, drove it to Philadelphia and got hit with a kidnapping charge that Royal farms. Yes. That exact location. It's okay. People fear not. No babies were harmed this week. No babies were kidnapped. No cars were stolen from the world. Well, I don't know. There was probably a car stolen from the Royal Farms with the baby in the back seat by a crackhead. But I don't know about that story this week. All I know is Karen went to Royal Farms just to get some lunch. And so once we get to the Royal farms, we decide what we're going to order. Okay. So we go up to the kiosk. You know what I mean? We got the touch screens. It's 2023. We're getting a hoagie. We're not even getting fried chicken. We want an Italian sub. So we go ahead, we order it. Now, anyone who has anyone knows that you don't go to Royal farms and order anything off of the MTO menu without getting Chesapeake sauce. Okay. So we go up, We order the Italian, we get the Chesapeake, we get a little mayo, we get some toppings, we get some veg, right? We hit the order, we hear the beep, we pay for it, we wait. And so once we submit our order, okay, Karen's deciding what she wants, you know what I mean? Let me get a little drink, let me get a low energy drink, maybe a Red Bull, maybe a diet soda, maybe some water, maybe a bag of sun chips to go with the hoagie. You've got decisions to make people, it's rural farms. The possibilities are endless. You could get a candy bar, you could get a drink, you can get a cappuccino, you don't have to get anything. You can get a bag of chips, you can get a whole family size bag of chips, get whatever you want. It's a convenience store, that's why it's there. Now, on a typical day, the Rofo is operating at peak performance. I mean, like, take a look. Let's take a look at some real, these are very real, very look upable five star reviews. Okay. These reviews from this royal farm I found on Google. Okay. And uh, it's, I mean, they're real. Like, here we go. This person just left a five star review. This was my first royal farm got some chicken and was very blown away. I have no clue why it was so good, but took some back to the east side of the state and everyone loved it, even my cat. And she's crazy picky, dude. So if my cat loves it, you know it's good. I was doing work in York and was instructed not to come home without chicken. I am no fried chicken guru, but this stuff was up there, and it was the best I ever had. Five stars from Rick. Let's continue. Five stars from a random traveler. Best chicken you'll find. Getting it and out can be tricky as it's a very busy intersection of Roosevelt Avenue and Route 30. Okay, it's a little busy intersection, but that doesn't affect the quality of the chicken. Gary says, absolutely the best fucking chicken ever. That's what it says. It's on the screen. If you haven't tried it, you don't know what you're missing. Derek, five stars. Derek even added photos to his review. Derek says, don't listen to the other guys. Their chicken is some of the best in town. Matt, five stars. Local guide. Nice place to meet and get work done with no problems. So not only can you go there and get five star quality food, you can work, you can meet with people, you can sit, you can get gas, you can have a good time, you can laugh. Royal Farms is the place to be on a midday lunch rush. Okay. It's a good time. Why wouldn't you go there for lunch? Five stars across the board. You heard of the reviews. They're right here. They're on Google. Go look them up. Go ahead, go look up the reviews and see what you find. Nothing but five stars across the board in my eyes. So, you know what I mean? Uh, Karen went and she ordered her lunch. Now it's being made. By the way, her name isn't actually Karen, okay? It's Kristen. I just don't respect the chick enough to use her real name. And by the way, Karen's funnier. And I only use Carl's real name because it's basically the male version of Karen anyways. So I like it and it made sense. So shout out to you. Carl wins. Karen, zero. Carl won. Karen, zero. Karen orders a 12-inch hoagie. Karen orders a 12-inch hoagie from the kiosk with plenty of Chesapeake sauce. And I mean, I'll say it again. The Chesapeake sauce, it's a staple. You have to have it. If you go to World Farms, you got to get the Chesapeake sauce. Anthony gets the notification behind the counter and he immediately gets to work, okay? He grabs uh, the fresh baked bread, cuts that babe down the middle like one does with a fresh loaf. He spreads a healthy heap of mayo on the one side, a healthy slab of Chesapeake sauce on the other, and then Anthony meticulously adds eight slices of Italian deli meat to the bread. He then adds four slices of ham. He then adds other slices of salami and completes the Italian trio of meats. Then he gives a healthy sprinkle, a healthy sprinkle of some shredded lettuce. And he puts that on the bad boy. Then he lays out some lovely sliced, half sliced tomatoes, a sprinkle of sliced onions. Now, listen, Karen usually likes diced onions on her sub, uh, but all they have is sliced at Royal Farms. So we're making some sacrifices, people. Anthony then sprinkles on the onions, and then to top it off, okay, we do a little extra drizzle of Chesapeake, not to make it too spicy, dash of oil, dash of vinegar, salt, pepper, oregano, wrapped it up, cut it, sexy, dripping Italian footlong for lunch. I'm getting hyped up talking about it. You give this gangster five stars. You give that sub five stars. You give that experience five stars. It's the best Italian sub you've ever seen. There's only one goddamn problem. There's only one small, tiny problem. He wrapped the sub... Then he cut it. He wrapped the sub and then he cut it. And Karen saw the whole thing. She saw the whole thing and it became an instant problem for her, okay? What if paper gets in the sandwich, dude? What if the knife was dull and it gets sandwiched in the paper and then she consumes the sandwich paper while eating her lunch? And by the way, the knife Anthony was using, it was dull. We watched it, okay? Not even sharpened. Listen, Royal Farms, you need to be sharpening your knives weekly and honed whenever necessary. Coming from a professional who knows how to use a chef knife, uh, according to Karen, your knives aren't up to code. And so we've gotten all of this information, by the way, I don't think I've prefaced it. We've gotten all this information, by the way, from her Facebook posts about it and then the comments following. So uh, naturally, she went to Facebook, posted about all of this, and this is the status. This is the status she posts. Word for word, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. Since we're on the subject of unclean, unsafe practices, I just watched an employee at Royal Farms cut my sub in half after it was already wrapped in the paper. And of course, the comments (laughs) are where things just go off the hinges with all sorts of accusations. And even as far as her saying someone should really reach out to the regional manager about this. She wants someone to reach out to the regional manager of Royal Farms for the central PA region as if. She doesn't have enough work to do as the regional manager of Royal Farms. Let me tell you something. The regional manager of Royal Farms, she's busy, okay? And she's not worried about York County Store 812 and how the guy behind the deli counter is just imitating standard deli practices behind the line when making an Italian sub, okay? Here we go. You've done it. You've opened a can of worms, Karen. Welcome to Karen's can of worms. Because now Levi's legal legislation needs to come out. And lawyer Levi's now in session. Okay? Bang, bang, bang. Court's now in session. Judge is presiding. I'm here to submit evidence to the case. Your Honor, exhibit A, the Aki way. Okay? Featuring Quavo. Why Quavo? Because he's one of the best ones. Yes, now, Quavo, man. What's Help gonna happen here, ladies and gentlemen, is my friend Aki, who runs an authentic New York bodega, who's been there for years and, years and years and years and years and years, and his family and ancestors before him, the bodega's been there for hundreds of years, have been doing this for hundreds of years in delis and 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 sandwich shops across the country, across the entire kingdom. So please bear witness to my friends, Quavo and Aki, making a sandwich the same way, in the same environment, in the same atmosphere. Yet We're not at a Royal Farms. We're in a New York City bodega. But as far as food quality and cleanliness, they're just about the same. So here we go. We've got the whole sandwich we made. Yo, we're up, done we're cooking the sandwich. General go, Ox got it. got it. Quavo we approves. It we add a little sprinkle I mean, on top. Add a little happened. wrap snacks. So, first of all, the Migo wrap snacks. Hands. They're He's banging, delicate. dude. Here we go. We finish the sandwich. Watch this. Ash. Once everything's ready, now we
0: stack it up. After we stack it up, now we put it on top of the paper. Now we wrap it up. It. And a result.
1: Oh yeah? in- he wrapped the sandwich and then cut it in half. Exhibit B, Your Honor. Okay? Did you hear that? Did you hear it? You heard what he said? Once the sandwich is ready, now we wrap it up. Just like Anthony, the sub maker at Rofo, okay? And Your Honor, finally, once the sub's wrapped, shout out to Quavo. We cut it in half and it's ready to go. Alas, I'm not done. Exhibit B, okay? And this one's even, I mean, a simple Google search. A simple Google search is all we need to wrap up this argument. After Googling. And I didn't put any location date in. I didn't do anything, you can do this yourself. I Googled how to cut a sandwich before or after you put the paper on. And the very first result, non-sponsored, the very first non-sponsored result was this lovely blog post titled How to Wrap a Sandwich No Plastic Bag. And when you go to onthegobites.com and you go to their How to Wrap a Sandwich in No Plastic Baggy blog post, step-by-step instructions after reading through about 75% of the article, you get down about 75% of the way, and once they are fully done teaching you how to wrap this sandwich, just like Aki did in Exhibit A, you can find these words. If you want to cut the sandwich in half, do this after you've wrapped the sandwich. With a sharp knife, cut the sandwich in half through the paper perpendicular to the fold. You can stop there, or you may want to wrap a second piece of parchment Around the paper to keep the halves together. I rest my case, Your Honor, with the Akiway and this article to back it, as well as eyewitness testimony. The comment, the first comment on Karen's post on Facebook, said, "This is how they train Royal Farms members to cut their subs and wraps and hoagies and sandwiches." So, with all of that evidence, I move to dismiss the case against Royal Farms keep their five-star status, and I demand that Karen delete her Facebook post immediately for slander. And if she doesn't, we're gonna counter-sue Miss Karen for defamation and slander and running her name through the mud and basically the same thing that Amber Heard and Johnny Depp went through. We'll take her to court. We're a gas station. We've got plenty of money, okay? I rest my case, man. I mean, listen, it's, it's crazy that, um, you know what I mean? Our parents, we've, we've taken to Facebook to complain about the 12, the six to 12 inch sub that we ordered from Royal farms, the gas station. I mean, Karen's probably, Karen's probably talking to Carl right now about his cemetery plots and how she can get them for a little less than 2,800. You know what I mean? So I mean, it's just it's insane. I mean, if it was up to uh, it was up if it was up to this girl, multiple people at this gas station would not only be losing their jobs, their livelihoods and most likely the vehicles that they drive to work and most likely the custody of their children, all because Karen thought she was going to get her sandwich wrapped in paper, but cut before it was wrapped. She expected. I don't know. It's fine. Listen, you're fine, sweetheart. Smoke a cigarette. It's gonna be okay. You're gonna be just fine. (sighs) So the world's on fire this week, dude. I mean, this is all I have. I don't have any news. The world's on fire. There's no good news. I just told Meg's in the car. She said, Well, why don't you just skip today's episode? And I said, No, I can't do that. We're on a weekly, you know what I mean? We're trying to get it out weekly here, babe. So it's just the world's on fucking fire. You know what I mean? All of the all of the celebrities and their tell-all books are coming out. I'm sick and tired of hearing about Jada Smith and Tupac. I, I, I just wish she would go away. I would wish something would happen to her. I wish she would just... Can, can we cancel her? Do what you did to Andrew Tate. I'm calling in a favor, please. Social media. Get her out. Stop interviewing her. Stop calling her for press. I know it gets clicks. My episode about it was probably one of the most downloaded episodes of the year. It's fine, but at some point in time, we got to move on from Tupac, babe. You know what I mean? And then what? Britney Spears, Britney Spears is, every time Britney Spears dances in the kitchen, she's back in the kitchen dancing with her chef knives again. And now her tell-all book's coming out. And of course, we've got previews of that. And we're dropping it all, babe. I'm talking dragging Justin Timberlake back through the, like, isn't it crazy Listen, here's my conspiracy. You want my TMZ conspiracy? Basically, you know what I mean? We got the news that came out. Britney and Justin Timberlake, they had their problems. They had their, you know, whatever, some things happened. Some of, it's fine. I'm not gonna get into the details. It's not my place. But other news that came out after that was Justin Timberlake wasn't really faithful when it came to his relationship with Britney Spears. According to Britney, Justin was out cheating with another female celebrity at the time. Now, I don't think it's a coincidence that Justin Timberlake just reunited with NSYNC. Britney Spears tell all books dropping, and this story is now going viral. What better celebrity would it be for Justin Timberlake to cheat on Britney Spears with in that horrid all denim jean getup than Christina Aguilera? who just so happened to coincide launch her very own residency in Las Vegas. So while Justin's raking in the news from the NSYNC reunion, Christina Aguilera is launching her own residency residency in Vegas. How amazing conspiracy theory, in my own opinion, tinfoil hat would it be if the person Justin Timberlake cheated on Britney Spears with was Christina Aguilera. I haven't seen a name yet. We don't know if that's the truth. It's just speculation. How fun would it, would it be? But that's all we have because the rest of the news is sad. And Lord knows, listen, we can't talk about the Middle East. It's bad enough. It's bad enough. We've got Israel's official Twitter account tweeting out things like Taylor Swift's personal bodyguard is leaving her side to join the fight. When in reality, Taylor's like, hey... I don't know that guy. Uh, I think he was just maybe uh, like a guy, I think he might've just been uh, like, he was security for one of the venues I was at. So you know what I mean? We've got Israel using clickbait on Twitter. What's going on over there is horrendous. Like I can't even talk about it. Like it's just, I don't have all the information. I don't have the facts. I don't have the know all. And to be honest with you, it's just, it's the same thing that's been happening with Russia and Ukraine and the United States sending the money and our ships are over there and it's a whole mess. I'm done. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you back for listening to another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name's Levi McCurdy. Please check us out on WAPOD.com backslash YouTube. Subscribe there if you haven't done so already. It's a real, real fun time. We've got clips going up, shorts every day. I'll catch you guys next week. It's been a hell of a time. Uh, we'll have a longer episode next week, I promise. I'll see you guys. Is the What Are We Doing Podcast.